is from the Super NES Mini. Is this actually true to size Super Nintendo controllers? I don't remember. Super Nintendo traditional Super Nintendo controllers are tiny. No, they're not. That was the original Nintendo controller was tiny. Oh, uh, no, Nintendo I know the difference. See, this is funny because now going back to this, this comes back to me because playing like Mega Man, I used to be able to like hold the Y button and do this so I could dash, but like then I could like just roll my thumb down and hit this. Yeah. But like I've never been able to get this on another controller again. I don't know why, but this has like the perfect button layouts. Not even that weird 8 bit thing that I gave you? No. Like this but like these buttons here yeah. are like closer and like squinched in. So like trying oh. to do this, like if I hit like down right here, it slaps this button. It slaps huh. the B button. Ah. But yeah, like I always have like a hard time like rolling my fingers. I don't know. And this is the best D-pad ever made. I don't know why. No, no other consoles ever come close to comparing to the Super Nintendo D-pad, in my opinion. I honestly got truth. Hmm. I really prefer if I have the option to play any of the Mario games on the new consoles, I will... My one friend has one of those, the plug-in for the console. Yeah. And I will play it every time because I prefer it. Yeah. But yeah. Super Nintendo controllers are great. Super Nintendo controllers. Well... Um, we're flooding, it looks like, over here now again. Yeah. Yay! Our road's flooding, Josh. Yay! My parking lot's flooded. Yay! Uh, Yay! Our drain zone drain, Josh. And did you ever figure out, do I need to change, or do I need to do that online thing now for the new washers and dryers? There is no change thing down there. That's a, some bull. <laughs> That's some bull. I saved all this change for diddly squat. Yep. That is some... <laughs> but, on that note... I am Adam. I am Josh. I'm Andrew. He's back from Iowa. Yeah, back from Iowa. Back from uh, Knotfest. That was a lot of fun. If I believe it. All my friends sent me videos about Oh, it was good. so good. good. Oh, my God. I actually figured out a few new bands from that. That was great. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Fever333. That was a new band. I've never heard of them before. They were nice. They were They were fun. There was a VI. <laughs> they were fun. No, I mean, like, they were actually fun. Like, first off, they're hyping up the crowd. It's like, Mosh Pit, you guys, start going. I want to see a... Yeah mosh pit right now like and people were starting to go like crazy at the mosh pit and then like halfway through his performance like he's running down like the aisles and like clapping people's hands and then he gets up on top of one of the speakers at the vip booth and like climbs on top of like one of like the tin huts and he starts singing from the tin hut like getting in front of the crowd with like his shirt off like he was great he was just hilarious my first mosh pit i didn't understand hmm. what was going on you poor oh, it was a culture shock you me. poor and well i saw my friend erica get pushed and I just went into action, and I jumped the guy, and the guy's like, whoa, 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 this is the mosh pit. And my friend's like, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah, no. Uh, that, the mosh pits are scary. Uh, story they actually are scary, especially if, like, if you're culture shock and you're forced to be surrounded by a hardcore Catholic family, and you actually get to go see Ozzy, which, honest to God, truth, that was an amazing time seeing Ozzy perform. But if you don't know what's going on and you see a bunch of men pushing your friend around... You're going to jump into action. You're going to jump into action. So, so I'll try to keep this like kind of short. Uh, the, the sleeper hit for me was a band known as Tech 9 or a rapper known as Tech 9 Oh, I, that, that, he was a, he's a spokesman for PC Gamer. I've yeah, he never is. heard of him before. Really? I never heard of him before. And oh. then I go and I'm watching this performance. Amazing. His stage performance was fan-freaking-tastic. Huh. He has a weird like stage performance because like he wears a clown mask. Right. But like to he, your defense, I saw Proto Man and he wears the Mega Man helmet, and some of his band members will dress up like uh, like a uh, like punk eighty style, like like futuristic eighty style, and it, and it really like sets the mood. Yeah, like, like Daft Punk. No, oh. more like 
the grunge, like looking like how robots and all this other stuff people were predicting the 80s, oh. you know, like the future to look like for yeah. when the 80s movies were coming out. Right. Like the weird squarish metal. No, I'm just thinking Marshmallow. Okay. You, you know who he is? No. With the with the square head helmet thing. It looks like a Lego almost. It's got a smiley face on it. Isn't that in um Red Dead Rising? Not Red Dead Rising. Yeah, Dead Rising. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, I swear to God, there's something like that. Oh, it's one of the things from Mega Man. It's those little ones that Trombon controls. Oh, those. I can't remember the name you of them. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, the yellow yeah, that, guys. That popped in my head now. But yeah, huh. but yeah, Tech 9, he was a sleeper hit for me. I never heard of him before. His performance was ridiculously good. Like, holy crap, I was, I was impressed. And I didn't know he was like in his 50s. That man can freaking rap for being in his 50s. And he even said that at one point. He's like, oh, you motherfuckers think I'm too old to be doing this? Sh- I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah, it, he, he was great. Also, don't forget, <laughs> they all did say there was a wonderful chance of saying F you to MGK. I'll get to that. So then here's the funniest part of the whole trip. And by that, I mean the most tragic. So my friend was like, okay, I don't know these like next few bands coming up. So I'm just going to go get in line for water. We had to wait three and a half <laughs> hours to get water. Yeah, that sounds about right. Huh. So 30,000 people at this event, 30,000 people, and they decide one concession booth of non-alcoholic drinks yep. was enough. That's, huh. that's, that's, I hate to say that. They, they had no limit on how much you could buy. Yeah. So these two <laughs> gals got in line, and they bought two cases of liquid death. And they went to like the middle of the line, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, holding up cans. And people were buying them. People were buying $20 because for a single yeah. can. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they didn't have to wait I longer. I don't know every concert I've ever gone to. Well, not, not, I take that back. From concert to nerd events, water is scarce. Yeah, the problem is, is, is that you... just meet Pax, Yomacon. Everywhere I go, I can get a pop, I can get a beer, I can't get water to save your life. So yeah, as somebody who's never been to anything like Pax or anything, is that... Can you not bring those in? You can. Some, you just don't want to carry some it. Some places don't want right. to. Like, uh... We snuck in a bunch of stuff to the rent fair because I was going to be drinking, and we knew that the lines got outrageous. Like you said before, waiting in line for a beer, my, the, my last beer it took me about an, almost an hour and 20 minutes just sitting and chilling to get a beer. And then the time I got my beer, it was like, hey, we're leaving. Oh, poopy. You know? Yeah, no, <laughs> we had to wait three and a half hours to get water. Once we got it, though, it was really good water. I'll say that. The best water you've ever had. Best water I've ever had. Liquid Death. Uh, not a bad brand. It's literally just Excellent. water in a can. I don't get the. I don't get the appeal. It was not bad water, but like. I've noticed that the appeal is um, one, probably the brand. Well, not just that. It's the brand kind of style thing. Also, people are doing whatever they can to get away from plastic. Yeah. I'm seeing more and more places accepting it. Wanting more aluminum? Yeah. Than anything else? Well, the other thing is too is that like one of their slogans is that the cans that they use they uh, they it's like seventy eight percent recycled like aluminum. So like they're also environmentally friendly. So it's it's a cool as long as the brand name like they're actually true to the word. They're not a bad brand. They're not bad water. I will say that I'll promote that a little bit. Liquid Death, not bad. Go try it. Uh, it's literally water in a can. Uh, so then we got to wait. We got to see Megadeth live. Mm-hmm. That was also a treat. I didn't know they were going to be there. I did not spoil myself. All I knew, Slipknot was the main band, but we went to go see Megadeth. Wow. They still tread. I'm wondering what their opener would have been. Oh, God. What was their opener? I can't remember. I mean, I can't imagine they'd open up with something huge like Symphony of Destruction or something like that. They did sing that. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's one of their best songs. Yeah. And my God, though, like, even as old as they are, they are still in their prime. Like, they really still shred. They are really good. I was really impressed with them. And their light show was fantastic, too. Ah. But holy crap, did Slipknot take the cake. Their performance was ungodly. Just so good. Every moment of it was just fantastic. Sung a lot of my favorite songs. I was happy about that. Uh, We had a mosh pit form right next to us. Speaking of the mosh pits. Uh, my one friend got uh, slapped in the throat accidentally, and then my other friend was sitting there with his elbow out, and one guy started to fall backwards, and he just like went back and he just wham and just elbowed this guy right in the freaking rib cage. I saw Mastodon on my birthday huh. the one year, and I looked at this poor guy like he didn't know like he's like I usually like like rap, and I'm like oh okay you know he's just a regular you know he's African American and he was just talking about rap and he's like my girlfriend Lily loves heavy metal and I wanted to go to a concert. He's standing in the middle, and there's two groups forming, and he has no, no idea idea what's going on. And I looked at him, I was like, "You're go- you're about to get a reality check. Come over here for a few seconds." And he moved, and all he saw was just like he's like white people. I'm like, I know, right? White people. <laughs> but no, we had the mosh pit form next to us. My one friend elbowed somebody in the uh, right in the freaking rib cage. Good job on him, because the mosh pit was not supposed to be there. So people were not taking sh- for about that mosh pit, and a uh, few people got hit. I'll just say that much. Uh, otherwise, though, once that settled down, performance was fantastic. Slipknot really knows what to, how to really please their fans. They're good people. They, no, I, I'm they re- I think they're honestly they're one of the bands. Like that, I love going to see because what they sound on the radio or the videos that you see, you go see them live. They actually sound like yeah, that. no. That is something that I can't stand is when you go to a concert and you hear this music on the radio all the time, and then you go to the stage, you hear them, you pay the money, you get up close, you hear them sing, and you're just like, you sound like nothing. nothing. Yeah, no, Megadeth. They were like their Megadeth is really true to their like. Or like they sound really good live, but yeah, Slipknot, fantastic live, absolutely good. great. That good, was good, that good, was good, fantastic. Good. It was worth standing outside for 13 hours straight. That sounds fun. Yeah, we went at 10:30. That sounds honestly the truth. We went at 10:30 in the morning and we were there until midnight. It was fun. Good. My good, friend good, got good. sunburned really bad. It was kind of funny. I got sun poisoning at the Ren Fair. Yeah, he got my friend got sun poisoning. We had to stay an extra day because of that. Yeah, that's what you're telling me. Yeah, he got sick, so we had to stay. But yeah, no, that was fantastic. Uh. Yeah, no, great band, great people. I'm glad I went. Next week, I'm going to another convention, so... What convention? Uh, Motor City Furcon. You would be that person. Hey, you know what? what? Sponsors pass, $90, three days, all I can eat, drink. No, I Local know. brew alcohol. Oh, I know, I know, because last time you went here, you told me how much alcohol there was there, oh, and how much micro brews there were, so, I mean, I kind of don't blame you. Dude, they have a 12% blueberry cider the one year I went. Oh, my God. I was just, I was just slamming those. I, was, I, I, was I like, honestly give me another one. think, though, if Yomacon happens this year, we should all just go. I want to, but... I, I think, do- I'm just, let's, let's just kidnap Josh. Let's be on the if news. If it's on the weekend, I could go. Because I, I, it's, honestly, got truth, Yomacon is a blast. Hmm. I, I wish I would say this like let's say I, I we could all save our money and I would drive us in car well we could carpool and go to Boston for PAX but PAX isn't what it used to be anymore hmm. in my opinion PAX the the environment is more like corporate it used to be like a of like a group of gamers coming together now it's like bye Shut blah, 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 bye no it's kind of that thing where it's in your face where everything costs money what's and- the one that Dan always used to talk about that was revolved around uh, arcade machines. Oh, that's in Cali. What, what was that called? I can't even. I can't remember. I can't even remember. But mom, I know a bunch of people who went there. Where like there's this like almost like air base kind of like style like hangar area, and there's just arcade. Oh, like E3 used to be. 
Yeah, like but arcade machines as far as yeah. I can see. I wouldn't huh. mind doing that, going to an arcade. There is like two places in I think one's in Bay City, which it is um pinball and all these art arcade machines and I think it's you pay for an hour or something like that. We went to one that had a VR thing. Like there were a bunch of VR machines that just like drop from the machine. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, a, they had some of those at Yomacon. It's pretty neat. I don't know. I'd have to see uh, my work schedule. I don't know what it's going to be like. No, no, no. I, if I switch the job and keep looking for jobs and get a better one, I'll have to work on Saturdays and Sundays no matter what. Yeah. So that's my that's my only like stipulation is I don't know. Not to mention I don't know how much money I'm going to have. I'm kind of saving money a little bit. No, I, I get you. I get you. I bought but, but, it. But if I have a free weekend or if it looks like my weekend won't be bad and I can get the weekend and you guys are going to go, I would definitely go. Okay. Well, continuing the month of zombies, I oh. want to talk about playable zombies. It's actually like, more common than you actually thought it would be. So, like, right from the get-go, dude, Left 4 Dead. Left oh, yeah. That's, that's the one everybody probably thinks of immediately. Well, it is. It's the thing that pops in your head. Nothing's more fun when the first time we we're like, you're always been able to play a co-op game sometimes in versus the zombies. But this time, you especially get to play as unique zombies. What was your topic last week, anyway? Oh, um, it was zombies that weren't zombies there, Andrew. Oh, okay. Like clickers, the husk, the necromorphs, you know, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. You know what one of the most iconic zombie games is that I'd like to see come back? Zombies, zombies ate my neighbors. Zombies ate my oh neighbors. Oh my god, that, that, uh, I love that game. Yeah, that that is one of those games that I am surprised we have never ever seen that. It's licensing again. because um, technically it was a Lucas Arts game, and it's left in that limbo of like who can own it, who can publish it, who can you know like. There was actually a guy making a Doom mod for the entirety of that game. Yeah, I, I need that. to go back and look. There's also that. a pirate one too. It's pretty good. Yeah, but like no, he actually did like the, he does every single level, and it is true to like the map, like in everything. Oh yeah, I believe you. But like also like all like the scripting in the original game also worked in the Doom mod as well. So like if you shot like a rocket launcher at the uh, at a wall or a shrub and it was supposed to break, like it does this in the wad as well. Like it has an obscene amount of work into it. It was. I, I, I'm, if it was to hop on Steam as we speak right now, I'd buy it. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. No, it, it looks really good. There I need are to check. so many games on Steam that's on sale right now. I told myself, I can't buy them. I can't. I need to pay rent. I got to pay all the stuff first. Hey, you could get the free game I played on Steam. What's that? I mean, it's kind of derailing us a little bit. We'll save it till later. Okay, that's fine. Because it's free to play. It's a demo. It's a demo. It's a demo. And we finally got the second part. Oh, cool. But... Pretty much, though, like, we've all played Left 4 Dead. Yeah. I don't think anyone here who hasn't played One Left and two. Yeah. My only question is this. Do you think, like, the zombies in the second game ruined how the multiplayer worked, in my opinion? Because I thought the jockey and the No, they just the changed spitter, the mechanics around so well, you had to do things differently. No, I think it broke the game because there was always good strategy on the human side. And there was good strategy on the zombie sides, and I feel like the spitter and the jockey kind of messed that all up. Because there were certain ways, if a wave ever happened, it was always back-to-back, group up, hold your area, and then the spitter would, you know, spit. And if you were smart, you could use the jockey to make them grow into the horde, or make them fall off a cliff. Yeah. Was, well, I think isn't that why they made those characters though is to change up the did, way the game was but, played like, when, when to it force came, people to play differently. Yes, but when it came to all those like cool like multiplayer maps, I used to go to all the freaking long time. No one really wanted to play Laugh or Dead Two. Everyone kind of had that consensus of like you know let's just stick to what you know the classic. Let's stick to like where it's fair for everyone. 
There's no melee weapons. There's no spitter or jockey. No dual pistols. There's just this simple, basic, you know, plan of like, there's the smoker, which I, why doesn't he call him like a liquor? Because he's a gigantic ton. Yeah. He can tug you through stuff. There is the tank, that gigantic behemoth on steroids. Yeah. The boomer, that gigantic, like, about ready to blow zombie. Yep. Which if he pukes on you, he, the, the zombies get attracted to you and they hunt you down. Hmm. Right. There are so many neat things I remember, like, plotting where I was like, okay, they're guys, they're going near the bridge. Except you can't play as the witch. That's a smart thing, because the witch is hardcore hard. Yeah. I still remember getting that achievement of killing her point-blank range with a, du- you know, with a double tap in the head. Yep. Getting that achievement. Yep. I'm like, I'm so happy I don't have to ever do this again. Because if you're smart, you can just play around her, too. Yeah. That's something yeah, that you can Yeah, real- you can completely avoid her and never have to worry about it. Well, not yeah, but if you're smart, let's just say, okay, hey, you know what? I'm going to play the smoker. I'm going to, like, right when they get to this one area, I'm going to latch him. But when that happens, I want someone to play the hunter, and he's just going to have to take that hit and sacrifice and maybe die. Boomer, once I get him near the witch, I want you to puke right all over him, and if you blow, if, if other people try to come rescue him, I want you to run in and blow up. Yeah. Because you get the wave of zombies. It's, it was... Left 4 Dead 1 was all about strategy with each st- style of like how, where you move to, where you run to, to how the zombies put themselves in the placement. It was all wonderful. And it was just, oh, it was so great. It was so great. Yeah. And then Left 4 Dead 2, there was what, the Charger, who had like that big, huge shoulder who like would ram you. Yeah. And then there was the Jockey and the Spitter. Yep. Yeah, there was the Charger. You go, and- That's what it was. Yeah, thank you. I mean, overall, though, I'd rather play Left 4 Dead 1 over Left 4 Dead 2 any time. I'm just a big fan of dual pistols. Because <laughs> of the Matrix. Yeah, pretty much. No, nah, there's no... That, that and Devil May Cry. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Devil May Cry. Yeah. The next one we can talk about is Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Never played it. One, EA had one of the worst showings for Garden Warfare originally. They huh. had the, the theme song to, from Top Gun, Danger. I think it was Highway to the Danger Zone or something like that. Mm. From the Kenny Loggins song. You know what I'm talking about, mm. right? Yeah, I, yeah. And it shows off like the one person dressing as the zombie in the football helmet with a weapon. And everyone was just standing here like, what, what, what's going on here? Like, what is this? Mm. But honestly, got truth, though, Plants vs. Zombies Gone Warfare isn't bad. What it is, it's like almost like Left 4 Dead style. You instead of just playing as the plants and defending, like the old cell phone game yeah. or the other games, right. you get to play a versus multiplayer only. You got the zombies on one side and then the plants on the other side, and each plane is unique and different and has like special abilities. Same thing goes for the zombies on the other end. Hmm. Treat it like a call, almost like a third-person Call of Duty. Wait, the game is in third person. Yeah. Oh. Huh. It was fun. I, never... I mean, there was so many like weird like ways to make your zombie look with weaponry and output and stuff like that and run around. Oh, you mean like costumes? Yeah, like, costumes, Like, like dressing weaponry, them up or whatever? Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but also if you did something to them, it would also affect their stats. You can put, like, spe- you know, it was fun. Oh, so like putting football pads on a person would give them more armor? Something like that? Well, it's like each like each one had their own special unique thing about it. Sure. There's like the plants. Like there was that one corn cobs that had Gatling guns kind of style thing. Oh. Yeah, it was neat. I mean, overall, though, that game, I remember watching all my friends playing it. They loved it because they had kids, so they always let them play the multiplayer with them. Sure. But for me, it wasn't my cup of tea, but it did look neat. 
And it was hmm. a funny idea. Sure. In my opinion. Yeah. It's like more of a kid-friendly zombie game. Yeah. Is it Christmas? No, she's dead. Burning guy, always dancing. Burning guy, legs stop, drop and roll, man. Running for love, princess of Persia, running back to. Checkpoint Hugging Dad Wait She's a zombie Flashback Them To Least That One's Heart Just looking On the Bright side Never Give a Zombie Girl A piggyback Ride I'm Not Crying, there's something in both my eyes. I had shit in the Almost made it. Dad's a badass flirt with the zombie. Highland, didn't you read the pamphlet? Yeah, it's time she got bitten. Dad keeps hitting zombies, suck man, chop off her This is kind of like a thing where like you have to do something to be able to do this, but you were playing the Night Hunter, the Night Hunter in Dying Light. Oh. But this only worked as an invasion where you can invade someone else's game, kind of like what happened with Metal Gear Solid multiplayer. Hmm. The Phantom Pain you know what I'm talking about? No, I never played that game. You can invade and steal people's stuff. Oh. That's why there was that one ending where if everyone got nuclear disarmed, you got the you got the true ending and no one would nuclear disarm. Huh. But pretty much though, like this Night Hunter is fast, strong, it has like it can pull a Spider Man. Climb the walls, you mean? No, web sling. Oh. What the heck? Do you remember the Spider Man cartoon with yeah. when he got the symbiotic suit? Yeah. And he was shooting yeah. 
like this with yeah. gauntlets, yeah. it's pretty much like that. Oh. He, you are lightning fast, and you can really mess up a player. So when that thing shows up, do you know that it's a player? Yes. Oh, okay. It's only an invasion. It has, and the only way that it can work is if the online mode is set to invasion. Sure. Because I turned it off because it happened to me once where I was trying to do the you know play the game, mm. and all of a sudden someone invaded and they messed me up. What do you get if you kill the thing? You just kill him. You don't get like a but like a, anything an special. It's oh, an achievement. I see. That's all it really is. I figure maybe you have like crazy cur crazy amount of currency or like no, a cool weapon not, or. All I remember is just getting an achievement out of it when oh. I finally killed him. Huh? Because he just kept invading and I didn't understand it. My friend's like, you know, Adam. You can go to your settings and um, switch to not gain invade. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. what's up? Sure. So. Yeah, I didn't play much of Dying, was, Dying it Light. Was, uh, it was fun web slinging. Because you could web sling and get away from them and just like kind of like lure them near zombies, mess them up, treat them like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Where you can taunt them, harass them while other zombies are trying to attack him, your character. Hmm. It was a blast. Hmm. Next one. Hmm. It's going to be Dead Rising. This is the DLC for Dead Rising 4, where you get to play as Frank West. Ah. What where, was the name of the character from Dead Rising 4 that you got to play as? Was, is it still... Is it Cody? Or is that from 2? That's from 2. Oh, okay. Cody's from 2. The, the and then blonde dude with another, the sports jacket? Then there was another... Yeah, that was 2. And then there was a third one with a different guys. Who, they were both mechanics. Oh. But Frank West gets bit in the end of the game, if anyone remembers, hmm. and he becomes a zombie. This DLC, you get to play as Frank West, and he's a special unique zombie, which he can still have, like, free will. And huh. not act like a zombie zombie. Right. But he gets superhuman strength, he can smash through stuff. It's, oh, so you're basically playing as the Hulk. Pretty much, that's the best way to describe it. Just imagine running into waves of zombies and just beating the crap out of them. Uh. To get health, though, unlike the other part of the game, you have to bite zombies. Huh. You have to eat them, because you're a zombie. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, so in that game, in the single-player version, do you actually get to fight Frank West as a zombie? No, you are Frank West in Dead Rising Four. Oh, but he's not—he's not a zombie at all at any point in the single-player. Again, DLC for the continuing story oh. of Dead Rising Four is that Frank West becomes is a, zombie a zombie, and he is yeah. trying to find the cure to, to turn oh. him back into a human. I see. Yeah. It's, so, so does he get turned at the end of the game in yeah, 4? Yeah, and, and then under the Dead Rising 4, he is, becomes a zombie. Huh. Spoilers for like a... How, a game how, how that old is that? Was, 10 years ago or something? Not 10 years. Oh. About maybe 5. Oh. I don't know. I never got into that series because when I had Dead Rising 1, I had a crappy TV and couldn't read. I will tell you <laughs> one thing. I do not like Dead Rising 1 just because the not... like We should have talked about this on our annoyingest characters. Though a security guy constantly calling you, and also yeah. you couldn't do everything in one try, and you would have to like do certain things, and you could still screw up and not do things. And yeah, some great bosses, but man, dude, like that timing thing. I remember work. the I remember the timing thing being a positive a positive thing from the reviews though, because all the reviews said everyone was saying the same thing. This has real ability. Yeah, yeah, right. But a lot of people were frustrated, saying I can't do everything one go. So therefore, I have to double back and replay the game and try to do all this stuff and hopefully not make the same mistake or miss oh, something. So people just didn't want to replay it. No one really did. Nah. I get why they did it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, did, I get why Dead Rising did the way it did. And then the Wii version. Oh my goodness. The Wii version couldn't handle like hardly any zombies at all. Huh. It was so bad. Huh. 
I love the Frank West character. He's always, always that funny thing. And him just being that zombie is just so priceless. Huh. Especially when your health is getting low and you just bite a zombie. Does he still talk as a zombie? Is there he's still, like, dialogue? Like a, it's like... When last time I played the DLC, he was more of just like a grunting zombie. Pretty oh, much. I see. But I, I love just running around with just like mailing the crap out of zombies and just being super strained. Because hmm. the game was always known for like being over the top, not giving a crap. Yeah. It was just a funny hack and slash. Well, you're going around beating zombies with teddy bears. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You could I mean, also dress as Mega Man and shoot them with yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or fight people with a plastic lightsaber. The next one is the DLC, which this happens later in the game, for Red Dead Nightmare. Ah. Uh-huh. If anyone remember playing Red Dead Nightmare, it's amazing. It's still one of the like the best-ranked DLC that's ever came out in games. I think I saw Giant Bomb play it when it released. If anyone doesn't know, your character, John Marston, is like actually at living at home. Like This is before the end of the game of Red Dead. And the part where all of a sudden your wife and son gets bit. Mm-hmm. Well, you go through the town battling zombies, and later down the line, your horse can get bit and turned into a zombie. And also later on, you'll get bit and turned into a zombie. And <laughs> your flesh will be all decayed and stuff. Just I love- imagining him getting bit by the horse that got bit by a zombie. <laughs> Honest to God truth, like that genuinely terrifies me. I don't want to see a zombie horse or a cow. You know, I don't want to see a herbivore. Because their teeth are flat. They grind food. True. Just imagine getting bit by a zombie horse. Yeah. A, 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 a thing that doesn't have sharp teeth. Look at Andrew. He's just too busy on his phone to not imagine a zombie horse biting him. I know. I'm sorry. Why are you on... What's so important, Andrew? I'd make a Mr. Ed reference, but I highly doubt anybody knows who that even is. No one knows. It's a talking horse from a TV show, From kids. the 19-50s? what 50s? I thought it was 1958. It was black and white, white television. Yeah, it was black so and white. they put peanut butter in the back of his mouth to make yep. him do that. Yeah, that's right. His mouth. Make yep. Him talk like that. Yep. The more you know, kids. Give me apples, Wilbur. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Wilbur was his owner, I think, or something. I don't know. If if have you guys ever played the Red Dead Nightmare, no, Andrew? No, I, I never, played Red I've Dead never One. Played. I I bought Red Dead I Two and never played it. I believe you can just buy the Red Dead Nightmare DLC just as a standalone game now on Steam. Hmm. And dear God, it's still good. Yeah. Hunting down Bigfoot, running around on a like one of the four horsemen's horses, and nothing oh, more. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, more fun is me as a zombie riding a zombie horse, shooting a blunderbuss. And other zombies. Hmm. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> and they always do such a great job. I'll show you the picture when we go when we go on break of how he looks as a zombie. It's pretty good. How John Marston looks as a yeah. zombie? Oh. Yeah. It's that great stereotype as a zombie. And that was, like I said, another... So just- where... I guess because it's, a sta- it's like a standalone thing, it doesn't really matter, but I'm just wondering in the storyline where the list would even take place. Because doesn't he die at the end of the game? I feel like I said before, this takes place before he dies in the game. This is where he's like back. Remember the game where you complete everything in your back homestead and you have that quiet life and it's very boring as a player to play it? But, but I sure. thought you played as a different character at the end of the game. Like, after John Marston... His son. Oh, okay. That's his son, the okay. older, going after the FBI agent. Okay. It's, it's been forever since him. I played no, it. I get it. That's fine. And killing him. Yeah. 
But no, there's that part where you finish everything, you did what you were told to do, and you have that simple life. And then you're kind of like herding your animals and doing all this. That's when it's supposed to take place. Do you still have the, what, what do they even call it, the bullet time thingy where you can you target You still do. And... I did it to a bunch. I killed, a, I killed all the Bigfoots. Ah. I killed all the Bigfoots. Huh. I killed Al Chupacabra. Bigfoots, and I forgot what else I killed. There was a few other things. Ah. But I, I loved running around as my, 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 my horse got bit by a bunch of zombies, and then just I whistled, and he just came back, and he's all like, oh, okay, you're dead. Okay, cool. Huh. I, I do love the beginning when you're leaving. He's like, remember, listen to your mom, and mind your business. <laughs> as they're, He ties them up, and they're trying to bite him. I loved it. <laughs> and then the grave robber dude, hmm. they're all blaming him, because he's like, I was just robbing graves, and saying, but folks, but it's not me. Huh. It's it's a great DLC if you have not played it. Again, we're in October. That is like something that is just an amazing game that you should play for Halloween theme. That's just my opinion. Hmm. Like it, it's so great. Like Western games with zombies. What more do you want? Well, I mean, there was. Uh, oh God, what was that other one? Dark Watch. It's a vampire. It's vampires, but I mean, it's Western. But how they did it with all the cryptic creatures in the game and all this weird stuff, how the lighting in the scenario, like the world looked and everything, um, you really, you could camp out when you were playing him before Mm. he turned into a zombie. Yeah. But you would get attacked. And sometimes you would want to like hunker down and save or, you know, do something. You would have to go to like a fort. Mm. It was great. Again... If it was a zombie outbreak in that time, it would be easier to control the zombies outbreak because we weren't that well connected. Right. Now, a zombie zombie thing would be really lightning fast. Sure. And it's truth. It's truth. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we got bit by zombies... Andrew, would you tell me if you got bit by zombies? We live in an apartment complex. We'd all get eaten. No, I wouldn't. I have so much ammo. Oh, I can li- I can invade a small European country. Uh, says you. Why Europe? Why does that have to be Europe? Well, I mean, it's a small European country. Why not? It looks probably it's probably quite quaint. It's probably the size of my backyard. Would French zombies just give up? <laughs> Would French zombies just like put their hands up and let you shoot them? What if the zomb- What if a zombie Napoleon? came out of left field. I think I would what just... What would happen then? I think I would just be laughing. I think the entire world would stop He would go to Ziggy Piggy and eat everything. You do know that, like, Napoleon wasn't that short. He was only an inch shorter than the average height of men. It was just British propaganda. How short was he? I think he was, like, I think at the time, 5'5". Five, five. What a manlet. What a manlet. And what a average, short... <laughs> the average height for a man back in that time frame was about 5'6", five, 5'7". What a manlet. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah. Stubbs the Zombies, our final game. If anyone knows what Stubbs the Zombies is, that was a great Xbox OG game. Hmm. I've only heard of it. I've never played it. Third person, and what happens is, is that your character's, you know, like, wakes up, and he's a zombie. Is he like a... Like an old school detective or something? No, he was not. There was something... I forgot the main plot, but, like, you were murdered, and you come back as a zombie. Is he a reporter? No. Just the way he's dressed makes me think he's a detective or a reporter. No, that's the 1950s look. Oh. Yeah. Everything about this game is that classic 1950s sci-fi. 
where there's like robots hovering cars, blah, 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 military oh. stuff like that. All that cool, wonderful jazz. Huh. And you're going after, like, I think the police officers. You're going after the mayor. He's the main boss. He's married to your wife. Huh. And the doing so is when you, be, uh, you, when you start out, you're pretty much creating waves of zombies. Wait, you're infecting... You're infecting people. Oh, why? You can eat... Because you're a zombie, Josh. What more motivation oh. do you need? Mm. It's a virus. The virus's sole purpose in life is to spread. Okay. That's how viruses work. Sure. That's what their sole goal is. But you start out as a zombie, yeah. and you get special abilities. All I remember is one of them is taking your head and rolling like a bowling ball, like a weapon. Oh, that's funny. It's over-the-top fun. It's 1950s. I believe there's even like a part where like I almost do like the thriller dance if I remember correctly. It was a lot of fun. Huh. All the tropes of like the 1950s classic sci-fi style is all here. Like this is this paradise world city and everything's all hunky-dory and then you come up and you're pretty much going after revenge for all after the, the city. Yeah. Fun. I wish it would come back to the original Xbox Live so I could play it. If you haven't seen it or played it, you really should. It's funny. Hmm. Just imagine you like a like a nineteen fifty like you know like desk job worker wearing the classic suit and the hat, and then all of a sudden just like as a zombie running around and biting people. Pretty good. Huh. That's all I really have for playable zombies, unless you guys can pop something in your head. I mean, I we, can't, I didn't play a whole ton of the beta, but Back for Blood is kind of like Left for Dead. I don't remember if you it's can play. Kinda, it's a successor to Left for Dead. They even admit that. It's, unofficial it's not made by valve but it's made by the people who made left for dead oh the people that left valve you mean yes oh. that's all almost all of them are were the ones that were 100 percent behind creating left for dead uh, i never played as the zombie side that's kind of why it's called back for blood so, if that gets any sense why that name yeah, is sure. called back for blood yeah i heard the game was good it's just my experience of that game is a bunch of people yelling in my headset a bunch of stupid crap and i was just like you know what i'm done you played this. in the pc that's right yeah. didn't you yeah okay yeah i played in the xbox i really didn't have that problem because i was playing with friends yeah i i messed with the beta for a little bit and that was about it okay um, what about you andrew anything pop in your head we already did discuss the husk thing not the husk um the one thing from dark souls you you're the idea of the whole entire zombie thing is kind of the thing, but you're not really a zombie, correct? No, you're just hollowed. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, it's... How do I put it like this? It's like you're in the in-between state of being a zombie and being a human. Okay. Because it, essentially the way that it goes is that even though it doesn't actually happen in gameplay, that would be a cool failsafe if it did, is uh, eventually if you die so many times in Dark Souls, the idea is that you die so many times and then you just become hollow from it and then you just basically become a zombie from it is the idea. I wish that was a thing in like Dark Souls where you like if you die to set X amount of times without using uh, humanity to restore your body to like living status that it would like actually kill you. Like, Which one has the invade? Is it Dark Souls 1 or Dark Souls 2? All of them. All of them they have do. the invasions. Because all I remember is my friend just running away from people, like I said before in the Knights one, where like he's wearing this full armor and he's sliding down the ladder and you can just hear them. And he just goes like, how are they finding me? I'm like, dude, you sound so freaking loud with your armor. I yeah, am they can not hear. surprised that they can't find you. I was always surprised how good the sound design was in Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. Like, it was really good. Well, it's fantastic, man. But yeah, no, I wish that was like a game. Like, that was a game mechanic in the series. I think it should be. Like, where you could opt into it, but the idea is that if you die X amount of times without restoring your humanity, it would actually, like, delete your save. 
I think that would be really cool. Or like reset. Wait, say that again. What? So, so the idea, story-wise, is yeah. that every time you die, yeah. you go more and more hollow in Dark Souls. Oh, okay. So I would think it would be cool that if it actually had so like a like fail- life in general. The older you get, you just become more hollow and dead inside. Yeah, but the idea is that you can restore <laughs> wow. your humanity using, well, humanity in the games. But I think that would be, like, interesting if, like, if you died X amount of times, like, it would delete your save or, like, revert your stats to level one or something like that. Like, actually oh. g- actually punish you for deaths. I always think that more games, like, if a game wants to, like, Dark Souls isn't a horror game, but I always wish horror games would kind of, like, take that, like... Are you sure? I've seen half of those bosses. Those are pretty, like, like what the heck? Yeah, they're scary, but, like, they're not, her- like, it's not horrific. No, I, okay, then It's that not, I it doesn't, inst- like, it will, st- it will instill you with, like, fear, if you're, like, afraid of that type of thing, but not, like, actual terror. Yeah. Like, Resident Evil, like, the original Resident Evil would. Like, yes. that can... I get you what you're saying now, yeah. Yeah, like, so I always think that, like, having a game... Nemesis. Ha- <laughs> My boy. Nemesis would feel, it would still be with terror, but, like, the, it's the idea that, like... Wait, is Nemesis the guy with from the X gun give it to you thing? No, that's no. Mis- that's uh, Mr. X. Mi- uh, Mr. X, okay, because yeah. that was funny. Yeah, I can't no, even take that, that thing seriously no, anymore. That mo- yeah, you no, that mod. You can now, one of all the mods and stuff like that, like, Lainey... Lady Demetress, like she was, I I felt like they wanted to make her like that kind of like sexy, seductress vampire, but this giant lady, and I feel like it kind of like it worked, but it backfired at the same time because just ev- like blood rain, just because everyone thought she was smoking hot and wanting to climb that mountain. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I just I hate the fact that we need to go to break, but I hate, I hate the fact that Demon Souls is the like the top game for PlayStation 5 right now like the must buy out of everything that's for it they, is. they knew what they were doing they it knew. Looks I, I just so hate it cuz I suck at that it, game but I, it looks so good I am telling you right now if the Demon Souls remaster did not launch the PS5 the PS5 would have one of the worst f- launches of any console so I it mean does that. have the worst launch in console so does the xbox but like i mean the actual worst and i for game selection yes i i wholeheartedly agree with you on that point there would be no reason my one friend is just like i don't i don't care about demon souls and i see this i don't really want a ps5 right now now he hates himself because he could have gotten one but didn't get one because he didn't have that games that he wanted to play. Why? Mm. Still just wait? It's not like there's any games you still really need to play on it. Well, I guess, like Josh said perfectly, we're not going to... This console battle, console launch, whatever you... How you ever want to describe what's going on isn't going to really happen until 2022 it's a, it's a, or 2023 now. It's a console dud is what it there is right we now. Go. They, yeah. bo- they both suck. They both equally suck. There's really no reason to buy a PS5 right now or the new Xbox. There are reasons to buy it. Not really. There are games coming out, but at the same time, a lot of them have to do this because you can't get a hold of a PS5 or Xbox, so therefore you have to have these games still on the other console. No, like and you could, Sony just lifted their whole tire. Like, oh, let's just say, Josh, you buy Far Cry Six. Guess what's going to happen now? Later down the line, you're still going to have to pay the charge now to upgrade it to the next it, next mode. They just came out with it. It's news. still the idea that if you're making a new console, and I don't know why this practice has gone away. Why is there not big name games on your console that are worth buying the whole console for? Demon Souls is great. That's one game. 
Uh, I look at the PS2. Let's see. We had Jack and Daxter. We had Final Fantasy X. Yep. We had Devil May Cry. Yep. We, we had a ridiculously good selection of video games that were Gen Ninja 1. Yeah, like That were Gen 1 PS2 or Xbox games. Final and, Fantasy X? Yeah, Final Fantasy X was one of them. And it's God, like Final Fantasy X was amazing. Yeah, and it's like, here are just like a lot of fantastic games that you buy the console for. And at the time, they were revolutionary. And they're still good games. But oh, yeah, it's yeah, like... Yeah, 10, 10 Remastered, I still, I'm playing it on Steam as we speak right now yeah but it's just like okay what's ps5 got uh well we have the demon souls remake it's not even a new game it's a king remaster it is what, what came out on the xbox that was really worth buying the console for Woo. and then halo when halo 6 cometh out. when it comes out why are these games not available very shortly after the console coming out or as launch titles all right how about this we take a quick break and then i'll just i'll tell you what the whole entire nightmare scenario of what happened with halo we're gonna go on break and then we're gonna come back on break I would like something made. How about can't can't find a Wii at Christmas time just let's because? Why just not? Do it. Do it. That is horror right uh, there. Damn it! I wanted zombies ate my neighbors. We need music from that. I do love that music. That music and that game is so fantastic. Oh, the panic's here. You can't find a Wii this time of year. Simply can't find a Wii around Christmas time. Simply can't find a way around Christmas time. The moon is bright. We're camping out. Get one tonight. Or they'll sell out. Simply can't find a way around Christmas time. Simply can't find a way around Christmas time. The clerks at Walmart say they're gone. All gone, all gone, all gone, gone. <laughs> You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the rap battle. Today we have two very strong contestants. We got my boy PS5, and in the other corner we got my boy Xbox Series X. PS5, you're up first. You ready? No doubt, no doubt. <clears throat> Kick this First things first, my body's curvier than Rainbow Road. You look like an old refrigerator covered in mold. You ugly, and my controller's got that haptic feedback. You'll feel it in your knuckles when I smash your kneecaps, punk. I got Spider-Man and God of War. You got a stupid thriller, yeah. bro. Your lineup's a bore. And Game Pass, what the f*** kind of trash is that? A bunch of old 360 games that all suck. I got Ratchet, Clank, Mate, Jack, Dax, and Crash. You got Master... Boy, that goes fast, suck it. You ain't even worthy of battling me. I'ma pass you to my little bro, PS3. Woo! Well, finger my Call me Francis. That is how you rap battle, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, Xbox Series X, you're up next. You ready? Y'all kick this sh Okay, finally it's time for Big Daddy to bust back. You think I'm ugly? You look like Megatron. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you talking games, bro? Don't even touch that. I'll send my sea of thieves to go and eat up your bug snacks. And you don't want no beef with Big Chief. He'll swallow Astro up and pick the gears out of his teeth. Boy! I'm 
I'm more powerful, my graphics they pop Got 12 bullets in the Glock, call them my teraflops So don't be talking no shit, you better respect the X Or I'll send Bill Gates to Tokyo to come for your next suckers The PS stands for pitiful shit And the 5 is for how many games your hard drive can fit Bro, you soft Wow That was clever, that last line Alright y'all, but you know what it is you know what to do. Just cast your vote for who won PS5 on my man Series X. Tune in next week. And uh, sorry about last time. Peace. We're low on rounds with grunts inbound. But here we found our savior now. With you around, we'll master this campaign. We're glad you came. We're glad you came. You're saving me, saving me Let's do this like we did in Halo 3 Master Chief Load your rifles now Now it's time to take a stand Stand under Chief's command Commands us cause he can Can you spare another gun? Gonna shoot them in the head Head out, I think they're dead Dead thanks to Master Chief Chief, we're glad you came Pretty much though, we're back from break Um, The nightmare for Halo, okay? One one, when Halo first shown, was shown and how it looked graphically, that didn't bother me. It looked like Halo 1, and I honestly was okay with it. What was going on was the textures of the enemies, the brutes. You should Google, like, I forgot, like, the mascot for the, the it was this, the Covenant Brute, and it looked absolutely terrible. Like, the Halo 3 version and Halo 2 looked better detail than what that looked. And it was just becoming a nightmare where they had to redo everything. Textures and beef up what exactly would it, it make it work as it's wild. Because I just played the beta. I've been playing the beta. It is an amazing blast. I'm going to have so much fun playing this. Yeah, but it's still one of these ideas that it's like, okay, well, if this game wasn't ready for the console launch, why would you not just delay the console launch? Which it wasn't because... It was supposed when to come. That? It was supposed to come out, and then the whole entire fiasco of everything happening with yeah, Halo. COVID. Not. To, it wasn't just COVID. Shortage. It was the chip shortage. No, no, no. For the game game launched. It was plagued by like people were making fun of it and how it looked. Oh, really? Like, Google the brutes for the original Halo Six and see what he he was a mascot. They named him something. And he huh. absolutely, like I, I just said, the Halo 2 remastered version looks better than that. Well. It is dull. Zero textures. It looks like just the most, like, simple, like, I call it, like, the PS2 bland, like, character from a far side. Just kind of add a little touches and call it a freaking day bullcrap. But, like, people wanted to play Cyberpunk on the newest consoles. That was a flop. You can't even buy Cyberpunk still on Xbox if I'm crap. Are you me? I don't. What, do you remember if it was still unavailable on the PS4 digital? I didn't check. Okay, because last time I checked, you can't buy it on the PS4 or on the Xbox. You couldn't. They stopped it and they removed it from the market. Craig, the Halo Infinite Brute. They actually named it. Yeah, it was a mascot for a while. It looks like an ape. It doesn't even look right. If you got a picture of it. 
What in the actual am I looking at? It looks like an ape. It does. But it didn't, it doesn't look good, and people were making fun of it. So they were just like, um, we got to backtrack because what we're getting talks about is not working. And if this game comes out the way it is, we're not going to, we're going to get bashed like we did in Halo 5. Halo 5 started out so strong and it ended like womp womp. Yeah. And they don't want another Halo 5. Sure. Halo 4, I love, and the multiplayer I love, and it got bashed for it. Halo 5 had great ideas. Its story campaign started out strong, ended weak, and then just the community just kind of just faded away really fast. Hmm. And in my opinion, for a Halo game, the community faded so fast. But the MLG tournaments and stuff like that for Halo 5 were just like full blast. And in Halo 4, which I love the multiplayer, and I thought it continued strong, the MLG scene died really fast from it. Because hmm. they tried to be Call of Duty. Because hmm. uh. they had weapon selections where you could have a battle rifle, DMR rifle, you know, like the Covenant weapon, um, the Boring. the Forerunner weapon. It did. It spiced it up. And Where's they had my no BFG? Choice. What do you mean it spiced up? You're just going to choose the best weapon. One of the things that makes Halo PvP like so you interesting. You do realize that I used the Covenant plasma blast blaster, the Covenant gun, the the rifle. I can melt people with it faster than I can use the battle rifle or the DMR. Yes, so you would just use that weapon. And my buddy, his gun of choice is the Forerunner rifle. And he wrecks people with it. It's just to each your own of how the gun fires and what you're comfortable with. But the problem is is that part of what has always made Halo like PvP so good is map control and understanding the map and understanding where weapons spawn. That's one of the things that makes it dynamic. That's one of the reasons why it's so good is because people have to like choose their battles and they have no, to No, I and I agree with that one. Yes. Yeah, so like choosing your own weapons just sucks all of but the points. I don't blame them for doing this because they ha- they were in that rut where Call of Duty was taking over and therefore unfortunately you have to look at what you're what's popular and you got to go with the flow. Absolutely. Yes. I, I hate that crap. Absolutely you do not. Let's all jump on this bandwagon. Halo was at, the transitor. Look at what happened thanks to Fortnite in the seasons. Apex has a season. Halo Anniversary has one more season left and then they're done. But, because they're going to focus on Halo 6 But now. the idea of it, though, is that Bungie used to be a transitor. Halo that used to be a... That wasn't Bungie. Tra- that was 343 Studios. Bungie's last game was Halo Reach, which they also did have weapons and special abilities. I'm going back. I'm thinking of, like, Halo 1 and 2, though, is me. No, that's fine. That's but fine. Like, but, like, these games were the ones that were revolutionary. They were trend setters. They yeah. set the trend. Oh, yeah. Games copied Halo. Oh, okay. Games still copy Halo. Halo. Oh, yeah. So why the hell are they now following other trends? Do your own thing. That's and why that's people why liked I you. I think Halo Six is going to do its own thing because its multiplayer was just God. That was so but much fun. The games that try to do their own thing fail. The now, thing is, now. is that they were the first to do their own thing. Oh. People followed them because of that. Sure, they, they have the added benefit of having their player base and their fans. Why the yeah. are you copying other but... games when you have people that are going to stay with you no matter what? I could say this. I mean. Okay, Gears is kind of eh at this point, but when Clippy B okay, did Lawbreakers right and Lawbreakers failed. I can tell you right now, Gears of War has a, a true community of diehards that are, are have been loyal to this game. I can always see that there's a, a tournament. No, like where I see more people watching and playing that game. Mexico. 
Why? My one friend goes like, oh my god, Adam. Like, it, my- it is weird that games do that, but there are some like games that just do really well in certain countries. Oh, no, like My one huh. friend was just like, no, Adam. I was like, there are more tournaments in Mexico right now for Gears of War 5 than there are in the U.S. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, like think of like think of like StarCraft 2, like how StarCraft 2 is huge. Oh, huge in, in Korea. In Korea. Yeah. But there like- are football-sized stadiums filled with yeah. no seats emptied. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, sometimes games just do really well in certain countries, and it's weird that it happens, but that's cool that it happens. I love that. It's nice to have diversity. Sure. But, yeah, like, the point still being, though, is that, like, it, it's true that games like Fortnite set a standard. I don't agree with a lot of the standard, and I think that Fortnite is, like, I a hate si- the season. I hate the season idea, but I do like the idea of Halo 6 season where, hey, you like what's coming for this season and what it brings. You can keep that and continue using it throughout the entire time of this game. Or you can see a new season pack that you like, then you can buy that one. And Apex, and um, what was it? Even Paladins is now doing it, that you have to buy it. You have to spend this money. Does Overwatch do that? No. No, no? thank God in huh. heaven. Yeah, Blizzard is kind of uh, still struggling quite a bit. Ah. But the point still being, though, is that like Seasons, the reason why Seasons has been catching on, and it's not just Fortnite that kind of set this. Like Even going back to World of Warcraft, private servers would reset themselves all the time. Because it gets dull if you reach an apex of where the game is in terms of like its status with its players, mm. and then you're just stuck there. And then there's no development, there's no growth. You're just this is the ceiling, and it's forever there. So seasons allow you to start over, and sure. then you get to build your way back up again. And you might have it like advantage of knowledge that you didn't last time, but it also gives newer players a chance to kind of catch yes. up with the trends. I and- just don't like what Warzone's doing to where they are making these guns in the season that you can get so OP. That you must buy this season if you want to do Warzone. Huh. There are guns where I can use the same attachments, same identical build. It's just I don't have the skin or the, any of this dumb crap on it. Yet, I can stay next side to side with my one friend, shoot the guns, and those special guns that are in Warzone are shooting better than what I'm using. Hmm. And there's and the, it, people were checking things like Warzone's notorious right now for being a toxic game. Period. It's rewarding high popular streamers with the most easiest lobbies, so they have more kills and it makes themselves even more entertaining. It is where is it is it's a pay to win, you know, like battle royale. It is pretty much a pay to win to buy all these special skins and guns that your guns are somehow magically unique with the skin. Where these guns are going to shoot better or blah, 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 blah. It's just something that, like, Warzone is in such a toxic state that I, I'm hoping and praying that Halo 6 can knock it off its throne and maybe Activision can get their heads out of their and do something, you know, do something. Because right now, Vanguard, I played the beta and I did have fun because I love World War II shooters. I'm not going to st- lie about that. I prefer World War II. Whoa. World War shooters or futuristic. I don't like the modern day-ish. In my opinion, it's like there's so many now. It's it's insane. Hmm. I love the future, like Halo, and I love like World War II, killing Nazis. But it is plagued with people cheating. Ah. In beta. In the beta, it was people I looked at my one friend, I'm like, are we getting wall hacked right now? Watch the kill camp. Oh, we're getting aimbot and wall hacked. Yeah. In a beta. Yeah. Freaking beta. Yeah, unfortunately, cheating is one of those things that's becoming more and more predominant. Pray, pray for Bungie and a few other game studios because they're actually suing the company that makes the device that you can buy that plugs into your controller 
so that you can aimbot and do all that other crap, they're suing them. Yeah. I just saw one of those things for the PlayStation 5 controller. Yeah, I could. Uh, my one friend has one for the Xbox because he just wanted to see how it worked and talked about it. Mm. And he just goes, you know what? Some of these streamers, I guarantee they're using this stuff. I guarantee it. Oh, probably. Yeah. Guarantee I mean, I saw it. a guy on Twitch that was showing people but how to use to a say, wall over hack. Over the betas that I played from playing Call of Duty Vanguard or the Halo 6 Infinite, Halo 6 Infinite knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park. It's got some old stuff, some new stuff. It's refreshing. The maps are fun. There's even a map that looks just like that one CSGO one with like the like Middle East scenario. I forgot what it's called again, but it looks identical to it. Yeah. There is a glitch, though, with like the melee shoot-shoot melee. It's like it's a quick boom-boom, and it's an instant kill. Yeah, I heard they're patching that, though. They are patching it. Yes, they are. But yeah, yeah like I said, no, it's just one of those things that's kind of depressing to see video games like so afraid to set trends anymore. Like, when they see even the smallest, like, slightest amount of success like, from something like Fortnite, everybody thinks that they have to follow it. And it's like, you don't have to. Fortnite technically found a trend and set and helped set it that they saw other games do with seasons and it just worked and it's like Bungie you can still do this or like you know Halo you can still the do this other games you can I still do this I remember when I was 25 and I was talking to a few people that were in their 18s and, the, and it carried over all the way up to when I was 30 when I would go to like the tournaments the minors stuff like that and help coach or play with my friends if they needed me and everyone said the same thing do you think if Bungie was still in charge of Halo, do you think that like how Halo 4 and Halo 5 was treated, do you think it would be like different? And I go, yeah. Yeah. I think it Bungie would have done would have done something a little bit better than 343 Studios in my opinion. Yeah. 343 Studios is this the guy who looks at the piece of paper and is cheating off your tests. Yeah, it's really funny, actually, because uh, we were talking about games like Fortnite. We're talking about, like, all these types of things and cheating. Uh, it was really funny because I, I play Final Fantasy fourteen, obviously. But there Wait, was go a, on. But, you do? Yeah, right. Crazy. But there, but there was this game in China, and it's another MMO. And shot for freaking shot, they stole the Shadowbringers opening trailer. I'm not surprised by this. It, it, is, it is, like, shot by shot. There the are exact- so many games that these studios are trying to sue this Chinese companies and they can't because then all of a sudden China's like you can't bring your game here then yeah suck it yeah no it's funny but the thing is is that like it, at one point it makes you hate like the, these like Chinese studios but like the funny thing is is that a lot of people have like talked to like people in these studios and the Chinese mindset is so like beaten down and depressed they're just like Somebody else has done it better than us. Why would we even try? And yeah. it's just like, wow, that's sad. And then apparently a lot of people in China are just like, there's no way we get to see the outside world. So we literally have like no inspiration to work off of. So like, we just have to take what we can get. And it's just like, that is so sad. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to see if I can find the old pictures of tournaments my way I used to go to. And then me going to see the Halo 5 tournaments. Just, oh. just the environment and that how big it is is gone. It's what, gone. What was the name of that Team Fortress Two clone game from China? I cannot. I know what you're talking about. There's also a, a there's also Lord. an Overwatch clone too. Yeah, like, like for Vadum. Yeah, they are they are the exact same thing, and it is like just insane to see. But like for Vadum, but I mean China's like in a crap show right now because if you're under the age of eighteen, three hours. Yeah, that's all you get to play games now a week is three hours. Yeah, like. Hmm. We don't want to get too political, but, you know, China's kind of like, eh, I feel bad for a lot of the people over in China right now, but... Feel bad for the people in Hong Kong. They were promised their own independence. I mean, uh, again, let's not get too political about it, but yeah, I get you. I hear you. But yeah, no. Uh, but like, we were talking about seasons. Like, it's funny because uh, World of Warcraft, um, you know, Blizzard, that f- cesspool of a company now. 
one of the things that they're doing is uh, they haven't really had much fanfare for it, but they're actually releasing a new Fresh Start Classic where you are, like, overpowered and you have increased experience gains and you have, like, all these added benefits. And it's like, oh, you mean the things that players asked you to do at the end of Classic that you refused to do again, but now you're doing it because your numbers are dropping so rapidly because you can't handle your own game. But but here's (laughs) here's my biggest problem, though. Like, the amount of people playing... Have has dropped so much. Uh, somebody was telling me a New World chat earlier yesterday but that uh, WoW's WoW making... under a million? Yes, yeah, it but, way under. But they're still making money. How? They still reach their they reach their um their quota and Call passed it. Call no, oh. in World of Warcraft. In World of Warcraft from people spending money. I don't understand that, but yeah, no, it's a thing that happens. Like it was even somebody goes over, it's like WoW tokens. People spend money on WoW tokens, and people have said for the longest time, WoW tokens are cancer, and they are cancer. They are something that is killing the game. The, the another big issue we have with people like not setting trends anymore in video games is that anymore a lot of companies are not about making a video game as a product. They are making a game for a profit. Yeah. And that is disgusting to say. Or making a game as a service. Yeah. Well, not really as a service, but as a product. Like, they're making it to make money. It's a cash cow. Cyberpunk is a good example of this where, yeah, it had a lot of, like, overblown, you know, promises and stuff like that. But look at it. The reason... I blame stockholders. No. I do. No, I I do. I absolutely blame them going overboard with the marketing. I blame them going overboard with with overhyping the game, I go overboard I, with. It. I don't really blame the, the main studio, the people who worked on the game. I blame the stockholders and I blame like the president, but for pushing stuff. Look at look at again Anthem. My one friend worked on Anthem. Just imagine seeing the trailer at E3 and then them telling you, "Make this game." Yeah. No. You can't do that. It is like there's just no way that you can have that mindset and have a good game. Anymore. But it's still the idea though that like these companies are not about making a game that is something that they really want to make. Like they do want to make it, but it comes down to the idea of well, we can cut quarters to make money. A good example, like again, I'll use Blizzard as a big example of this. Anymore, Blizzard is just about how many corners can we cut to make money? How can we make our product as Cut, like cut and easy from the same piece of meat every single time just to make money, and that's exactly what they do. That's one of the reasons why, like, I I, I know I always like you know, uh, like Felatio Final Fantasy fourteen, but there's a good reason for that. It it really feels like they really want to make a game and a story that they want to make, and it shows in their product. And there's a reason why people are flocking to it. There's a reason why people are leaving World of Warcraft in mass right now. In Blizzard, in mass, the company sucks, and the products that they're making are just very mediocre at best. It's yeah. more of like feeding that nostalgia than it is actually being creative. I mean, kind of, yeah. That's why we have another Diablo. We have Diablo 2 re-releasing. Dude, I'm going to say this right now, clear as day. I went to, uh, when I went to, the, to these tournaments to watch these pro players, what do you think more people were foaming at the mouth for? The Halo 2 remastered? Yeah. Or Halo 5? What do you think had the biggest crowd? Halo 2. What do you think had a bigger crowd? Halo Anniversary. We're going old school with Halo 3 and a bunch of other games that people are excited to happen. I saw more people watching it going to watch these tournaments than I saw people going to the Halo 5. Only like the first two years of Halo 5 were there crowds. Yeah. After that, it it was a snowball effect. Yeah, but again, it's this idea that like a lot of companies for some reason are just afraid to set the trend and just afraid to like lead the way for innovation anymore. It just kind of goes, who gets lucky anymore? Who strikes lightning? And then how can we copy them? And that's literally what it feels like. And again, I think Blizzard is a huge issue of that. A lot of companies have looked at Blizzard over the years and just learned that 
oh, well, Blizzard released Hearthstone because we needed a card game because card games are falling off the market. Well, now they, you know, they pinpoint accurately strike this market that people are wanting, and here you go. Look at that. Team Fortress 2 is kind of failing. Well, let's go for the team shooter genre, and we're going to go pinpoint that. Reason why Diablo 2 is coming back. Oh, there's a lot of people who still want this style of game, but there's no game on the market that is like Diablo 2. Yeah, no, I get it. <clears throat> and that's what it's going to be. And that's what it's going to be for a long time until you, companies... You have that, right, Josh? Yeah. Have you touched it yet? No. Oh, okay. You've been playing New World now. I have New World, and I've got that other game that I'll mention next week, because we don't have time to talk about it. This well, you're podcast only, is already only running played, an hour. I was say, you oh, only geez. played it for like a little bit anyways, right? Yeah. 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 Well, in that case, then I'll wait on talking about well, Delta. So we'll have wonderful reviews for next one. Yeah. I'll uh, wait till Deltarune, because I still got to play through the uh, the alternate route anyway, so... No, that's fine. Okay. But yeah, the game I'm talking about is Lost Judgment. I bought it for the PS5, actually. It looks crazy actually. and over the top, and it's funny. I like it. It yeah. looks like Lost World is already doing bad, though. Lost World? New uh, World. New World, whatever. I always get lost in the title. New World's doing great. Dude, I, I hear a lot of people are really The times alone, oh. the one day he... I think, what was it? You hopped off to make food, and then you were just like, Yeah, oh. it was an hour. It was an hour wait on us. Other servers, like streamer servers, you, I think it's Satara. You could have or... told me just to keep moving your mouse for you so you could have just cooked and ate and just kept playing. Nah. They, uh, the, the, whatever the main streamer server is, I think, I don't know if it's Satara or something else, but their servers have 10,000 people in queue. Yeah. That's it's insane. ridiculous. From, from what I hear, there's a lot of people bashing uh, I, I I can see what it's. This is not my MMO. I've been having a ton of fun with. It. Yeah, I mean, more power too if you're but, having a lot of fun. But at the same with time, like, like listening to him with his raid group, it makes it puts me on a smile because I am sorry. Your last raid group that you used to have for Guild Wars Two, there were just countless times where you're just like, you literally. I watch you push the keyboard and mouse and just get off your chair and walk away. This one right here, you're having more fun uh. playing it. But my, the, the people that I play with in Guild Wars don't really do much. I, I'm a part of a different guild now that d actually does stuff, but New World's just different. Yeah. It's a new shiny MMO. I like it. Yeah, and that's a good thing. And, like, the thing I'm afraid of, though, is that, like, this is the reason why I'm looking at it, because I see a lot of people, like, about the game. But people are playing it because streamers are playing it. And sure. it's one of those things that I'm telling you right now that once New World has this idea of all the streamers are playing with their new shiny toy and then once this new shiny toy to them is no longer oh, new yeah. and shiny, oh, yeah. the game is just overnight, dead. it is dead. Yep, yep. And we, that is we had a big discussion about this in the guild that I'm in, and uh, our guild leader is just like, so the people that I want in this guild, you need to let me know if you're going to bolt once all the streamers leave and half of us are just like, we'll stay. Yeah, but like we're we're the diehards. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that just play a game because a big name streamer yep. plays it, and it's really annoying. That's yep. one of the reasons why I wish like if, I wish a lot of streamers did not have this mentality of I have to play big game in order to get more viewers. It's just right. like no, you don't. If you already have like over even five thousand viewers, you do not have to play New World. You do not have to play Diablo two. You do not have to play these big games. Just stick with your current viewer base. They will love you and stick with you no matter what you do. Yep. Like. Oh, Lord, it is so annoying to see, like, this this other culture popping up of, like, the streamer culture of, like, we can't be left out. We can't be left out. We can't be left out. We have to play the big game. Yep. We, like, we have to play the big game. What if we miss out on it? And it's just, like, guys. I have like, a question. Tomorrow, do you guys want to do a bonus podcast and just talk about, like, the state of Twitch right now? Because I'm just wondering about, like, what you guys think of what's, twi what's going on with Twitch. Because I haven't really seen a lot going on with Twitch lately. I have not been home for the last, like, week Okay, and no, a half. no, I was just... 
because I was hearing stuff about people where like all these main streamers are leaving Twitch right now and all this other hodgepodge was going on and I was just wondering what your input is because I know you watch Twitch a lot sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, but I haven't heard anything about this. Okay, that's fine. All right, then. As far as I... Maybe a bonus podcast, we can do something simple. And I'm kind of in my own little realm on Twitch. Like, there's a group of streamers that I follow that all play the same game. They're in, like, the... What do they call them? Stream teams? Yeah, they're in a stream team. And but at the it's same just time, like, so it it's me- my own little bubble universe on Twitch. But <laughs> is it me, though? Like, I'm hearing more streamers asking and begging for money. Like, like it's pathetic. They're like a hobo on a street begging. Yeah. That's just not how the, I feel. The, That's not just the, how the I people feel. that I follow don't do that. Okay. I think it's because a lot of people right now are kind of like running out of their... Uh, their government assistance after COVID and like, I don't want to go back to work. I want to be streamer. And it's just right. like, yeah, go back to work. Sorry. Go get a job. I think you yeah. should get a real job. And I think if you have a passion, that should be your passion. That's my opinion. Yeah. And if you take off and that can be your job, my only thing though, is like if it falls and fails, what happens then? Of course. Then again, I can't tell people to go get a job right now. It's usually not even worth getting a job. No, no, it's not. America is in a cesspool. Save us. Give us your money. Except don't. You guys worked hard for that. Yeah. Don't do it. We're not worth it. We're here to entertain. We're not here to take your money. We are trying to do a Patreon, though, bud. It's not set up yet, though. Okay. That's it, fine. It's, I mean, it's not done. What? We need, we need one ten. week away, and you guys set up a Patreon. No, I'm joking. No, that, that's, we, I want 10 episodes in the Patreon before we even I launch I think we're it. at like six episodes We're right at now. five. That's not oh, bad. Yeah. I mean, if people are actually willing to support us, you know, I... I'm I'm down so for if, it. So if if once we hit ten episodes and if those episodes are worth downloading, then yeah, we'll launch a Patreon. But it's yeah. not gonna it's gonna be a little ways off. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I mean, two of those episodes are from our p- pirate stuff. Yar. <laughs> who cares? That's like way back when we were playing uh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, no, but who cares? It was fun. So we had a discussion. Well, this is a BR outro stuff for the podcast, but we had a discussion about PlayStation, how people shouldn't buy a PS5. I bought a PS5. He did. Oh, yeah. I got. I don't have... No, it's actually not going to be here on or to your place. I accidentally had it shipped to Andrew's because <laughs> Andrew and I used to be roommates. Andrew, congratulations. My, you got a PS5. <laughs> my, my default address on eBay was Andrew's address. So it's Oops. going to Andrew's place, but the guy that's shipping it to me has to ship it from Japan, and he said it's going to take a week and a half just to get to the U.S. or something. Oh, Jesus. So Andrew, it's going to be just like... say you never found it. <laughs> well, I can track it. I know. But I, no. um, I, I'm I, not going to have it till like the end of October. Ah, uh, okay. Basically, it's going to be a couple of weeks. But okay. I bought a PlayStation 5. The games that I bought for it were the new Ratchet & Clank, because that looked cool. No, honestly, that's, that's a fun game. I've heard a lot of good things it's about great. it. It's uh, great. I got the, the bundle for My- Miles Morales, so yeah, I got the I know. upgraded yeah, Spider-Man I know what you're 4, because yes, yes, yes. I never got a chance to play that one. And then, um, is there another one? I thought I bought three games. No, you games. bought three games. I can't remember the third game that you bought, but you bought uh, a third game. Oh, Returnal. Okay. I picked up Returnal, because I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm probably going to get my butt kicked, because it is a roguelike, but... The game looked super interesting, so I bought that one. There you go. And then Lost Judgment also is a PS5 uh, game. I bought the bundle so that I could play it on the PS5 and PS4. Yeah, that's fine. But early impressions of Lost Judgment's pretty cool. I mean, I can't really say a ton about it because I've only got like four hours in. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just uh, like um, we can save it for next week. But so far, it's it's fun. That's, you were saying some the point was kind of too easy though, right? So far, I'm beating the crap out of those guys. That's what guys. I was wondering. I wonder if there's a point where it's just it, the difficulty kind of ramps up, or if it's just going to be like that. I, I, it's probably going to curve too. I don't. I know. hope so. Very reminiscent of like Shenmue, or like. Um. So uh, what can take no. us out? I I kind of agree with. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. Okay, I know I'm we didn't listening. get to. I didn't get to review it this week. All right. Yeah. Hear yeah, me yeah, out. yeah. 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 Go. Go. The Deltarune, Chapter Two music is 
God tier. Literally play a song from that. Okay. I'm if telling. He can, if Andrew, if he can find it, yeah, he'll probably do it. Yeah, as long as I can find it on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. Okay, Click. that's fine then. Okay. Oh, trust me. Everybody uploaded that like day one, like five minutes in, like boom. Everybody like ripped the music straight to YouTube. Okay. I'm not even joking. That that Toby Fox is a god tier composer. He what is, else did he do? His he, name sounds really familiar. He did Undertale. Oh, Undertale. That's but why. His music is god tier. Mm. He, he is just out of this world. He never has a bad soundtrack. Deltarune is no different. Hmm. Every single soundtrack is just an absolute banger. So I will find you good music for that to take us out. Hmm. Awesome. Awesome. But, but on that note, I am Adam. Then uh, you can email the podcast, manadronepodcast.gmail.com. And eventually we're going to get a Patreon. Not quite yet. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. <laughs> like, and I'm Josh. And I love that. And I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's like, is there anything else I should say? No, nah, I'm good. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. That is old. And we're getting taken out by a Heroes reference. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. A reference from 10 years ago. Way to go, Longer people. than that. Yeah, 2009 or something. Says right. the guy who had a Mr. Ed reference in his show. Show. We don't talk about it. <laughs> 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 Bye-bye, guys. See you, guys.